Welcome to another episode of Sync and Assist. If this is your first time listening to our little podcast, well, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for giving us a piece of your day. And if you're a returning listener, well, thank you for making us a part of your weekly routine. This week, like every week, we have yet another really good episode for you. This week, we talk about practicing what you preach and how when faced with a stressful situation, it's okay to react humanly, but how it's also very important to just take a step back, take a moment, and just breathe. So we have yet another really good episode for you this week, and we hope you enjoy it. But before we get into this week's episode, you can find Brad on Twitter and Instagram at Bradley Pallone. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RobertDXN. You can find Sync and Assist on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sync and Assist. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Player FM. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please rate, review, and subscribe. But let's get right in this week's episode. Episode 20, Sync and Assist. Last week, I was in a pretty stressful situation. So I, I was driving. I was on my way to work, and which is like really early in the morning. By very the way. early. It was. <laughs> it happened at four fifty, but I'm on my way to work. It's dark out. I'm on the highway. As soon as I get on the highway, I hear a pop, and I'm like, "That's was, not good." Yeah, I was driving. I was looking where I was driving. I, something. A few months ago actually happened on the same highway. So I'm always looking at the road also. Um, looking for like potholes and different and two by fours in the road. But I, I was looking at the road. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I had thought like a tire. I, I need to change my tires. and I need to get a new tire. And literally while that happened, I heard the first pop. And I'm like... What there wasn't a pothole. I was like, maybe there was something I just didn't see. It's really dark. And or the second pop I was like, no, I need to get on this shoulder right now. <laughs> and um, Ooh. yeah, right away because my I have a Jeep and it tells you how much pressure your tires have in them. Right. But right away that popped up and the um, low air pressure for the tire that symbol popped up. On my dash, yeah, right away. As soon as I heard the second pop, I heard that. I saw that, and literally, because that tire, every morning I check how much pressure my tires have, and mm. before I even leave the driveway. So, I, I knew I had thirty psi in there. Literally, zero a millisecond later, <laughs> thirteen. Okay, then. That's when it happened. So I'm in the very far right lane. I get into the shoulder, and it was 13 from 30 to 13, then zero as mm. soon as I get into there. and Yeah, you, I, you blew out your tire, Yeah, plain and simple. 
I don't know why my Jeep is like a nail magnet or something. Yeah. <laughs> because Cause you've had a situation before. Many correct? times. I've yeah. already had it like two times this year. Yeah. Already in that. And, this and like tires the third. for your Jeep, I mean, they aren't, they're not cheap. Yeah, I buy used now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll get to it to buy new. Yeah. But um, so I, I get on there. I'm like, I'm not freaking out, but I did like hit the um, steering wheel like, Fuck, man. Fuck. <laughs> I don't live far from my job either. I get there in like nine minutes. Mm. Um, it's a few exits away, but I work so early. There's hardly anyone ever on the road. So I called my job first. It's like, I'm not going to be there in five minutes. I just blew my tire out. And Can you still come in? <laughs> and I was waiting for that. Yeah, but, um, right. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be there in five minutes. I'll, I'll let you know what's up. I'll let you know um, when I know something, but I'm not going to be there soon because, like I said, it happened two times already this year. I had two spares in the back of my trunk with nails in them. So uh, it was super stressful, but to make a long story, very long story, it was very stressful. Um, Yeah. I was on the highway. I was on the shoulder for five hours. For five hours? Yeah. I, I called Progressive. I, I called for, like for help first. Then I w- call, got on the phone with the insurance and mm-hmm. come to find out I don't have roadside assistance, which is not true. That's caca. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a lie. Um, and they tried to say like at some point it was just taken off, but it wasn't. But okay. And... Then they were like, so do you need a tow truck? I'm like, yeah, I, I don't have a spare. And they were like, so uh, do you have your card information ready? I'm like, how much is it going to cost? <laughs> and they said $77. I was like, I also have to buy a tire. No. I, I had to get the tow truck, but also cancel that tow truck. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know if this is anywhere else other than in Georgia, but we have Hero. Uh they their roadside assistance, which is free as um You were telling me about this. I actually wasn't aware that this is a thing. Yeah. Because, um, I mean I yeah, I have like roadside mm-hmm. so it's automatic, but okay. Yeah. Hero. I mean it's good to have <laughs> yeah, yeah. roadside. <laughs> but um two hero trucks pulled up behind me at throughout um this whole thing happening. But Someone came to aid me, um, mm. so I wasn't just sitting there um, mm. to possibly like help me go get a tire, right? Because I, I canceled the tow truck, and that's a whole other thing. Because I have to get that money back, and like they have to hold it, and it's process. It has a process, and you can yeah. get it expedited. Which I went to my bank, and they're like. Oh, we can't do that. And like, so progressive lied to me uh, again. <laughs> but okay. Progressive isn't very progressive right now. <laughs> yeah. But um, probably going to be shopping around. Yeah. But yeah. So I got the bright idea of saying, you know what? Let's just go get a new tire. And mm. it happened right on the exact same place where I was going to get the tire on the same exit. So I was like, Look at God. <laughs> yeah. In the words of Brad, look at God. Yeah, look at God. <laughs> uh, which you do have me saying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I've also been having you say, uh, shut your bitch ass up, which is <laughs> not necessarily my words, but ever since I said it, you've been saying it. <laughs> Complete opposite of look at God, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but said, you know what? If I do have a spare tire, Hero will put it on for me. And yeah. my truck, I don't have a floor jack. I have a car jack, basically. It's not going to jack my truck. So I was said, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go run and get this tire, which was not cheap, <laughs> but also got roadside assistance on that tire. <laughs> so, uh, if you take anything away from this episode, uh, get roadside assistance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this. Episode. If it's on your car insurance, yes. or if it's it's just the tire. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for joining us this yeah. week. <laughs> it's been very short, uh, but uh, thank you. It's PSA. <laughs> Yeah, but then we drove to the, it was not even two miles away, drove, got the tire, um, got it balanced and everything, got the tire, drove back to my truck, called uh, called Hero, said, hey, uh, I have a blowout, <laughs> and it just so happened, one guy came like an hour later, but there was an accident, so he said, because Hero, they take priority, the accident takes priority. So and it's only on the highway, so that's even more serious. Not to say that your uh your street uh accidents are serious, but like I've said before on this podcast, we live off of the one of the most dangerous highways in America, I two eighty five. Um, but he said I'll be back. Then one of the hero truck he never came back. One of the hero trucks that came was someone that uh came before. And they're like, oh, did you get a spare tire? Like, yeah, got a spare tire. And uh, she she jacked it up. And I, I wouldn't have been able to do it anyways. I was with my blown out tire. I got even further into the shoulder because, boy, do those cars. They go fast. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't, I mean, you don't realize it when you're going with the flow of traffic. But when you're stopped on the shoulder and you're mm-hmm. trying to open your door and people are just. Almost <laughs> ripped my door off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like wind. Mm-hmm. So I, I drove, and a couple cars swerved into the shoulder. I was like, I'm going in a little deeper than this. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of on a, a at a tilt, and I, so I wouldn't have been able to change it anyways with my car jack for my Jeep. Uh, so she she had a power. Um, I felt messed up. It was a, it was a chick doing it, but. <laughs> Did you feel emasculated a little? No, bit? it's 2018. Okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> my job called. They're checking up on me, and they're like, um, "Can you make it? Do you think you'll be able to make it at 10?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll try." I got there at 10 o'clock, and I wasn't even far. But so I was there for five hours. That was very stressful. But I say all of that to say. We preach, practice what you preach on this podcast a lot, but sometimes it, you do have to practice what you preach. Not mm-hmm. not sometimes, but you do have to practice what you preach. And it, like you were saying, you have to apply your beliefs. It's the uh, application of your beliefs. Like, right. It was a very stressful, it was, and I, I, I still feel it financially <laughs> but uh, not emotionally and even that that's fine it, it'll be okay I, I was very stressed out and the person that was with me saw that mm-hmm. you have to practice what you preach like don't take your aggression out on anyone else and I, I 
it came across that I was, but I wasn't, but it did come across that way. That was dealing that person my frustration, even though that it had nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just one of those things. It was just happenstance. Like it was just a like quote unquote freak accident. The other thing that happened to me uh, a couple months ago that was a freak accident, a uh, very expensive one too. But <laughs> well, it it it's very uh, it's poetic or symbolic of sorts because uh, you know your tire, you know it blew out, so it. It's it's kind of like in our lives how we crack under pressure, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of it's how you deal with that situation, you know. Because I've had plenty of moments like that myself, where it can be a big thing happening, or like a domino effect, um, or one little tiny thing, you know, just something at work, and I explode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so angry, and I'm taking it out on people, um, which is rare for me because you know how mild mannered I am. Yeah. But like, I mean, enough. Uh, you know, and you know, it's it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I talk a lot about you know meditation and. Um, treating people with love and respect and um, you know making peace with yourself and that one of my main beliefs is that um, that quote Ev- everywhere you go you meet yourself uh, meaning that everyone is a reflection of you you know and any person you hate any person that frustrates you is really just a mirror of something you're dealing with so knowing that that's helped me calm down um, and it's, it's saved me from, you know, blowing up on people, but sometimes we do need to take a moment and, and scream, let it out, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it's like, yeah, I know the truth. I know that this is just a, you know, this tire situation, which I've, I mean, last year I had a, my car broke down and oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, and you actually you came to pick me and uh, the other guy that we were involved with up because I was driving him at the time, so you kind of saved the day. Um, Anytime, my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that day that was kind of a weird day. There was a lot of really yeah. negative energy surrounding. Yeah, the tension was high. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, since I'm generally relatively calm. Mm-hmm. over situations like this you know like it is what it is i'm very much a you know just take life as it goes you know it's like there's no use in in blowing up there's no use in and you know harping on it because it's like it it's already in the past you know it, yeah. this has happened so you're in the now <laughs> so let's just push forward um but not everyone is ready or able to do that at the time. And I kind of, I absorb other people's energy. So um, it gives me like a nervous energy too. And I start sharing what they share. Like if they're frustrated about the situation at hand, then I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like hyping a, it's like having a dog. You know how like you, (laughs) 
you you're excited of uh, you're watching like the game or something and you're just like yes and then the dog next to you is all just like yeah, <laughs> yeah or if i just move a little bit my dog's super excited yeah i know we know uh, yeah. we know how your dog is um I, I'm, I kind of envy your dog's energy level but um but yeah like we I'm very empathic, you know, as we talk about in this podcast, is that I'm very, um, you know, I absorb people's energy, their toxic energy. And so if they're angry, yeah, Mm -hmm. if they're angry, and then it makes me angry. (laughs) And I, otherwise, I really wouldn't be that angry about it. And sometimes, you you know, how you feel angry about something, and it's like, you you don't even know why you're angry anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, you kind of forget why you were in the first place. Um, some days I just have a bad day. I think I put myself into this fatigue where I'm just like, I'm just going to stay home and do nothing now, you know? And then the next day I look back on yesterday. I'm like, why was I doing that? You know, why was I like so stressed out? (laughs) I was like, it was something so small at work. Like no one remembers it. We're already on a new day. Um, I mean, there are some people that that like to draw out the, the past in any given moment, oh, rail on it. Yeah. Yeah. Holding grudges. It does no one any good. Yeah. It really doesn't. But, and I know this. And so sometimes I do get too angry in certain situations. Like I could have handled that better. I, I always could have handled situations better than I did before. Um, knowing what I know now, you know, thinking back then, I would have totally handled it differently. But that's just kind of how how it has to happen at the time. You know, sometimes you just feel like, I right, let me just vent. Because cracking under pressure, what happens is there's air leakage. So you're venting, you know. <laughs> like my tire. Like your tire, exactly. It's poetic, <laughs> like I said. It's very symbolic. Been holding in all this air, you need to let it out. Yeah. You know, you got too many black beans at Taco Bell and <laughs> a lot of air, you know? Yeah. <laughs> air it out. Roll down the window. <laughs> <laughs> or hot box it out. <laughs> and then that's toxic. <laughs> that is. <laughs> you do have to, you know, practice what you preach because we, we preach it all the time. Like, take, take a second before you react, you know? And I don't know. I, I guess I did it. And then. I thought about that too. I kind of gave myself a reality check. Like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. And then I, I went to work, and it's not a secret. I don't care for the job that I currently have, which who knows by the time this episode goes up. But even that, there's something there too. Like, yeah. we could go on and on about, um, you know, changing your situation. Only you have the power to do that. Mm-hmm. But which we recently put up a short video mm-hmm. on our Instagram and Twitter with that so yeah but i was kind of blindsided because my job they were like cool they're like more concerned than anything i was like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) what yeah but then i was i was fine and i went to work i just knocked it out they're like what's gotten into you (laughs) you're probably taking some of that anger and putting into productive energy yeah and then the rest of the day, like, I, I was completely fine. I was cracking jokes and, huh. yeah. So take a take that time, you know, it, it'll be fine. I think you have a healthier sense of self than you think you do. Mm-hmm. Because um, 
a lot of what I've been learning and and reading up on and um, talking with people that are into this sort of thing. And I have mentioned it a few episodes back in the podcast, but um, of uh, of toxic energy and how we we it does absorb into our bodies. Um, that that's why when someone tells us something that you know says something to us that hurts our feelings we feel it literally in our chests um and that's that's because um you know toxic energy can be trapped into certain parts of your body it could be muscles or your respiratory system or you know any of your organs and and you know things of that of that sort so um the fact that you were able to not, you know, um, like harness that, I mean, to, to harvest that, you know, in, mm-hmm. inside of you um, is is pretty cool. Like now, I mean, it still could fester or manifest, you know, later. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is possible, but um, that that's, uh, that's just something I've been learning is um, that it, it really does affect our body. That what we, how we think, how we feel about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves, um, can it, it's like a cancer that spreads in our body. Um, so you know, I've been having a lot of thyroid issues lately, and that that is obviously like in the throat, but it affects uh, your my energy level. It affects uh, you know my my general like my posture or. Uh, it's just different things, you know, like I'm feeling it in my throat and there's this attention there and um, it affects my metabolism and that sort of thing. And it's like I've been just up and down, like super hungry, eating a lot and then like not hungry at all, not eating much. Um, so I've been having issues there and a lot of it has to do with the beliefs of not being understood and not being um, heard. That, that that's something I've believed most of my life. So it, it's been affecting my body. And I've, I've touched on that before, I know. But um, it's, it's interesting that uh, there's been an opportunity that was presented to me yesterday at work. Um, one of my coworkers has a hookup for an open spot to work at a bleach factory. What? <laughs> a, yes, you heard right. A bleach factory. Doesn't sound safe at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, this is a, a, a job of memes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my my first thought was no, I'm not gonna do this, and uh, it's actually pretty far away. The commute would be a two hour drive. Oh, uh, that was like my last job. There. Yeah, yeah. It pays well apparently, but one, I don't want to have that commute <laughs> my commute's already bad and i'm already tired of driving yeah like some days it takes me an hour and 40 minutes to get there like, yeah where you live and where you work this yeah oh yeah traffic nothing but it mm-hmm. um i'd have to literally leave before one like between 10 and uh, two o'clock if i leave any time before like nine and like after two or three, yeah, it's gonna take me an hour and forty minutes to get to work. When normally it would take about twenty with no traffic. Mm-hmm. It's just how it's just gridlock. <laughs> but um, 
So going an extra hour, nah. Nah, nah, bruh. Nah. <laughs> this is in California. <laughs> but I bring that up to say all I could think about with, with a bleach factory is that air must be mm. really toxic. Yeah. There's a reason why they pay so high. Because when he told me how much, uh, well, he's, I'll just say it, it's $17 an hour. I was like, great. He told me that first. And I was like, great, what is it? And he said, bleach factory. No. Because <laughs> um, all I could think about was, I, I don't want to be around chemicals, mm. you know? Because there was also another opportunity a few years ago where I could have driven um, a van with... Uh, radiation technology that goes to hospitals for cancer yeah. research in the back of a car. And if you're too exposed to it, then obviously it could kill you. So I said no, you know, even though the pay would have been like what I have made in a month, you could make in like a week to a week to two weeks, you know. Yeah. But it, no. Um, so be careful, you know, who you're around and who, because you do start to act like them. You mm-hmm. know, if, if people are always negative about everything, you kind of slowly start to adjust your, your habits and your, your frequency becomes completely negative if someone is always negative or someone is always trying to be cool, you know, and you don't even know who this person is because there's so many layers that they've built. Um, so that, that, that little boy or that little girl that used to be, you know, is so buried in there. I've met so many people like that at work and at, at school, you know, at people that are just, they're not themselves anymore. They don't even know who they are. But they've kind of put wrapped their identity around this fake person they've created. And if you associate with them long enough, you know, you could start to be like that. Now, there's a there's definitely a it, it would take a very healthy sense of self to be able to be around someone like that and not let that person affect you yeah um that's ex- actually what i was just thinking about around, yeah because i mean it. even like working at my job is you already see the mentality like one well pretty much everywhere i've worked it's the turnaround has been so fast like no one stays it's just a revolving door mm-hmm. basically so for the people that do stay you, they have that mentality that if I stay here, then I could someday get promoted and then I could run my own branch and, you, you know, like like that, that mentality. But one, we live in a city where everyone has something. Everyone's doing something where everyone has a, a, a gig or a quote-unquote gimmick and 
I've never really had that mentality. I'm like, yeah, I don't plan on being here much longer. I'd much rather be doing what you and I are doing. And I've left every job because of that. Like, yeah, I've, it's come to the point to where, like, I've, I've left every job out of disrespect. Um, the first job was, like, super dis, like, like, uh, oh same boy. for me. I've walked out on. I there have been last few jobs. I didn't mm-hmm. even give it two weeks. I just left. Yeah, I, it was that bad. I've always given a two weeks notice, but I've definitely been right there. Like mm-hmm. I could just walk out and they wouldn't stop me, <laughs> and there's nothing they can do about it. But my last job, they said we have mandatory overtime, which they already added two extra hours onto it, so we were working 10 and a half hour days. You can't make me work more than 40 hours a week because I'm pretty sure that's against the law. So you can't, there's no such thing as mandatory overtime uh, on Saturday. So I didn't go on Saturday, and I called out even. I called, um, which I woke up super early to call out, <laughs> but... I said, I'm not going to be able to make it. Then that Monday, they said, uh, they called me into the office and they said, well, why weren't you here? I said, well, I called out. And they're like, we know, but why weren't you here? It's like, because I called out. Like, we know. I was like, I called out. <laughs> but um, I, was, I said, I, I can't work Saturdays. I do film. And I was working on a project. I had to edit that day. And and tell them that I just said I, I was busy. I wasn't able to make it. And then they literally said, "Well, that's good that you have a career, and we're happy for you and all. But you, it's really the career of this job. And Ooh. that's Monday, Thursday. I put my two weeks notice, and they hated me. Like the one of the managers, she literally one of the higher ups. She was like, I hate you, Rob. Like we can't do this without you. And like they knew it too." Every day I'd have to leave early. If there were any, it's ever a day I had to leave early, they're like, the next day, like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> but I've, everywhere I've worked, I've carried it. But it sucks that I'm good at, like, warehouse jobs. It's yeah. su- I, I hate that I'm really good at warehousing. I'd much rather, if I could work as hard as I do for them, for our, myself, for us, Boy, sinking is just like, <laughs> who knows? Right. So, like, that's where I you, am at my job. You do, though, by the way, but it's just a different type of work. So it's yeah. not going to show the same, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a totally different line of work. You're not lifting <laughs> things. You're not, you know. Yeah. And to go, like, to back to the, like, it shows on your body, like, yeah, my back always hurts. <laughs> like, we're too young to be feeling this old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be 26 with back problems. I'm and I'm feeling it too with my all this equipment mm-hmm. from semis. Like I mean, I technically I'm loading trucks too, but yeah, it's I I feel you. I feel you. If you are ever given an ultimatum oof, between, I, a I wasn't job aware that that cared, happened. I, didn't, I don't remember you, you telling about? me that. Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> that that was actually if I because I. I saved up a lot of money working at that job. Um, those 10 and a half hour shifts, like, those pay <laughs> 50 hours a week. But 
well, more than 50. But I was I was actually on my way to move to L.A. I was like, you know what? I'm putting my two weeks notice and just, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to move to L.A. and pursue film full time. And then, like, life happened and I didn't. And then I started a second podcast and that went where it went. But it's the relationships. Yeah. Now we have this podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason, as mm-hmm. you say. Yeah. It happened the way it happened because it needed to. Some things had to happen before that move could happen. Right. Mm-hmm. George was like, I'm not done with you yet. Well, life mm-hmm. was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, and, and for me, you know, my, I've had, I'm having a lot of car problems as of now, too. They suck. I've hey, car car problems too. do yeah. suck. It, they really do. Um, and already, you know, between that and my job and just feeling, you know, overworked, underpaid, underappreciated, you know, but expected a lot of, you know, all this, it, it wears on you for sure. Uh, to the point to where it's like, I got to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life. And I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And... um it's uh it's teaching me to practice what i preach for sure you know i talk all this you know do what you do what you love in life and you know uh approach uh hard situations like this and um kind of in that like that Wayne Dyer sort of inspirational that Oprah kind of way um and i really believe that but i don't put it into action like mm-hmm. i should and I let anger and frustration get the best of me. But instead of turning into productive energy, a lot of times I just mope at home <laughs> and not get anything done. So it's a process. It's not something that'll happen overnight, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it takes it takes a lot of like living to really having a sense of self. Like I one not even just like sense of self like knowing who I am like I just don't give myself credit for anything like I still it's been seven years still haven't even like patted myself on the back like you graduated high school <laughs> like I, I just move on like if I accomplish something I just move on so like I don't give myself credit a- enough as it is but like having that sense of self like I know ne- I didn't even hadn't, hadn't even really thought of that like I just learn and I, I try to apply. And then like when you, you live and learn and I, I try to apply what I've learned, but sometimes it doesn't stick right away. But then like I wake up one day and like, oh, I, I just do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. But like even on my way here to this Sink and Assist studio, um, which we're not actually just saying that it is an actual studio. We, we have we yeah. have a space studio space. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for the support. <laughs> uh, on my way here, I was think because I always say like, man, who am I? Well, I'm like, mm. if this situation were to happen, like think of scenarios like how would I react to that? Mm. Like morally and like emotionally, how would I react to that? Well, I. 
some things I'm like, yeah, I, I know exactly how that react to that. But it's just the certain ones that I don't know. And I'm like, well, I know myself more than I think I do. Yeah. It's just not, it, I didn't realize. It reminds me of, remember uh, the end of the first Amazing Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Uh, how it's all the teacher was explaining to the class is like all stories can be like summed up in one theme and that's who am I? Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. You know, and when you talk about congratulating yourself, that also reminded me of, um, excuse my nerd references here, <laughs> but the, the anime Neon Genesis Evangelion, <laughs> um, the very controversial ending to a, uh, loved and hated series um, was there's this you know human instrumentality project is what it's called and it it's where the main character breaks reality basically and his his subconscious is applauding himself for discovering who he is his place in humanity and it was some sort of super existential kind of like poetic sort of like realization in his life it's it's very it's very complex i can't really dive into it in one episode but he basically discovers who he is um and his worth as a as a human being um and it's not he's not as little as he saw himself um, pretty much the entire series. He just felt little, like belittled uh, due to father issues and, and things of that sort. But So that, that I say all that to, to challenge any of you guys. It's like, who are you? Ask that question. And in the face of adversity, you know, that, that crack under pressure, what is that teaching you? You know, what, how... Are you going to practice what you preach in that scenario? You know, take a deep breath. Breathe. Yes. Breathe. That's yeah. another thing, too. Yeah. It's just, no, it's just emotions heightened up here, up here. And it's like, hang on. Take it down. Think. Breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And emotions, and, you know, it, it's okay to react, you know, yeah, humanly, it, it's, but it is. It's very human to to react mm. that way, you know, to a stressful situation. But there, there's a t- there's a time for that, and then there's a time to say, okay, gather yourself, whatever, whoever that is, and fo- focus on that. Said, so despite everything that's happening to me, despite all this chaos around me. I use that word a lot, chaos. But that's that's what I feel like life. It, life feels like chaos. And despite all the chaos around you, you don't have to let that affect your identity. Who you are can supersede all of that. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like... You, you ever, are not your circumstances. I'll yeah. put it that way. Uh, <laughs> Whenever you're at work, don't you, you ever like look at the time? 
you always play the time game. Always. Yeah. So my way of getting through that to tie it in is that time passes. It's going to be the same time. It's not going to be, it might be slow. It might be fast, but it is going to be the exact same time no matter what. These five hours aren't going to be 10. They're not going to be three. It's going to pass no matter what. It's the same time. And time, you can only move forward through time. You can't move backwards. Mm. So to kind of just tie it in, like, yeah, now your circumstances. Right. You evolve from your past. That's good. That's, that's getting me thinking. It's interesting. <laughs> I think that, that about does it on yet a, another really good episode. I hope you liked it because I think we think we do. I think we do. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we 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 did mention it. Uh, we are in a studio. We're not recording where we used to be, and we hadn't really made an announcement. There was like some Instagram videos on our stories, but we are in. We're moving forward in time, not backwards. And we also, like you said, we did a video, and we want to do a lot more, and. We want your engagement. Yeah. And thank you for the support. And Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah we wouldn't be here without it. But I uh, think that about does it. Wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you next time.